Welcome to this week's episode of Ginger Bros Dent Show. We're your hosts, Brandon Schmitz and Andy Patrick. Y'all, please put your hands together for Mr. Ryan Campbell with Campbell Paintless Dent Repair. Ryan's one of the nicest guys around that we've ever met, and we want everybody else to kind of get to know him a little bit better. And he's not that bad of a tech either. So, join us right now, live, as we welcome Mr. Ryan Campbell. You like that? Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we got applause now. We got applause. Yeah. So what's up, what everybody? Up? What up, Corey? Corey on here, bros twice. <laughs> Is Dent Reaper still our? I guess so. I figured one more time because I think it. This will be the fourth one. So no, what's up, Andy Ray? We love him anyway, so <laughs> we'll keep singing his praises. Yep. What's up, Mr. John Krug? We need to get him on one day. He's an excellent tech, tons of knowledge and stuff. So I'd like to talk to John, kind of get his little backstory. Hi, Facebook user. What's up, Facebook user? Hey, y'all remember, go hit that link, StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. That way, StreamYard uh, grants permission to see your name. If not, you may see it when you type it, but on StreamYard is what we use to broadcast. All we see is Facebook users. So, and if we put put it up here, that's all it's going to say. What's up, Mark? Hey, I got a. Yeah, let me uh, go ahead and show this guy some love. Look at this thing. Is that not? Did, did Mark do that? Yeah, he did. So oh. he's taking orders. I want one. You can get one for forty dollars. We got to get him some stickers. When I'm down there with you, I'm going to grab some stickers. Yeah. Whatever you got, and then I'll bring them up with me. We'll make it happen. I've reached out to Christine and Anson trying to get some stickers too. So. Yeah, dude, yeah. Mark, Mark, that thing's beautiful. Like, I got it today. Uh, John left it at the shop. I, that's the first thing I did. Came in like a little kid and unwrapped it. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they get epoxy, like, whatever color you want on it and stuff. So, I got obviously went with the red and black. Andy Ray yeah. said he'll take one. All right, there we go. Y'all, Mark Anger's on here. So, y'all just hit that gentleman up and he'll get you taken care of. It'd I'm be- trying to, um, I'm trying to pull up PDR interviews on here so I can see. What's up, Mandy? James Bernard. Oh, there it is. Okay. What up, user? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think, uh, yeah, user is actually uh, Mr. Bones. James oh, okay. Trombone. Catcher Bone. I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. I just misspelled <laughs> Catcher Bone. Yeah. It's Italian. Catcher Bone. <laughs> I just call him Mr. Bones. There you go. That's who, that's who Facebook user is. So. And we oh and Eric Patton Eric Eric Patton's the one waving. Okay, what's up, so, Brandon? That's Mark's son, if you didn't know. So <laughs> that's what. Oh, okay. uh, so I put it in the group text today. The picture of the cup, the video of the cup, or whatever. And Jeff, you know, he's down there. He went and showed it to Brandon. Brandon's like, dude, my dad made it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh shit. <laughs> so yeah, yeah I've been showing some love. I think it's beautiful. So you, you can just bring me that one when you come down here. So um, no. <laughs> I had to wait for mine and John's schedules to align to be able to get it, so I ain't coming off of it. God, they're popping in like crazy. Popping in like crazy. Hey, all right. So, um, yeah. Without further ado, we've got a. Uh, well, we had a great guest. He, there he is. <laughs> He's like, wait, I'm back. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 if you're not there, that's fine. You but uh, yeah, we got Mr. Ryan Campbell on tonight, so let's go ahead and bring him on. Oh yeah! What's up, Ryan? What's up? How you guys up, doing? Doing good. We are wonderful. I know we've been talking a lot in the in the before the show, but uh, you know, we'll you guys don't realize of... Ryan's a freaking ton of knowledge. Like he's been <laughs> teaching us some stuff before the show. So at thirty three years old, I'm like, holy crap! I wish I'd have been <laughs> doing what you were at thirty three years old. That was kind of like that's kind of like Noah Hebert, man. Having him on with Denops, I'm like, you're twenty five, twenty five years old. Good grief! Wow. Me, I was found, working. Found that I, was, niche. I was working eighteen-hour days. I was making great money, but I was traveling, not seeing the family at twenty-five years old. I was in a factory, so not making great money and hating life. So, Mr. Al, <laughs> John, oh, God, he forgot so you're young. so young. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's a baby. I was just talking to John today. We were texting back and forth. I love John. <clears throat> yeah, he's a good dude. We were oh, at. Yeah. Uh, meet up in Rochester, Dan's shop, uh, 
what was it, a couple weeks ago. It was a good time. Right. Yeah, I hate I missed that one between this shop and everything else. That's that's the first 20 group in-person meetup I've missed, and I was really sad about it. Yeah, so. Well, you had that. It's funny. You had uh, Gas Monkey, too. You yeah. went to that. Yeah. We'll, we'll kind of get into that in a minute. All right. <laughs> yeah. Ryan goes to all of it. Like, if it's yeah. happening, Ryan's going to be there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I try. <laughs> I got no, an understanding I'll, wife. That's a big part of it. <laughs> Josh Roberts said he's banned from Facebook. Josh, you can go to YouTube and watch it, and then you yeah. can comment from there. Uh-oh. <laughs> you done got banned. Yeah. Well, he commented on, on my post today, so he must have been banned since then. Right. Well, he just Poor got called Josh. out for it. So. Poor Josh. <laughs> I'm in need of one of those uh, sweet cups. I'm over here drinking out of a plastic <laughs> cup. <laughs> We'll give you a sticker. We'll send you a sticker. You can put it on that one. <laughs> I got a koozie somewhere. I think it's at home. You still got your gingerbread koozie? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Got two of them. Yeah. We got a whole box of them back here now. I'm waiting to, for the next time we have something. Next MT or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll yeah. figure it out. But anyway, so, yep. As everybody can see, Mr. Ryan Campbell's on tonight, and we're going to get to know him just a little bit better. But first, just like we do all our guests, we want a kind of short, abbreviated version of how you got into this lovely world we call PDR. So uh, I used to be a body and frame technician. Um, if I got into where I started off with that, you guys would get bored. But uh, ever since <laughs> I was like... 13 years old, I was going into work with my dad at the body shop, started off detail and moved my way up. But uh, after being a body and frame tech for a bunch of years, I was obviously doing pretty good, making good money. You see the PDR guys come in and uh, and it's like magic. You know, that's a, it's so sweet when we have customers come in because they think we're like magicians. Yep. But uh, I asked a couple of the guys and it was all secret, secret. I'm like, man, I'm going to fucking learn this secret. <laughs> so... So I ended up uh, saving up some money, um, a couple weeks of vacation time. <clears throat> and then a friend of mine and I, we ended up pushing each other because like we would talk about it and like, you know, procrastinate. And like, finally, we pushed each other to go go ahead and do it. Um, I got like the hotel, everything together. The If it made sense to take a rental car, or his wife's car and like. At the time, we didn't even him and I didn't even have cars reliable enough to freaking drive there. But um, yeah, we went to Kentucky, and uh, it was like ninety five hundred degree days in this dude's garage, and he's just like a low key dude. And uh, we we learned the basics, but it, it really came down to uh, just becoming obsessed with it because my buddy yeah. Steve he didn't really go anywhere with it; he stayed doing body work. And uh, I, I ended up starting a company after a year of doing it for the body shops I worked for. And that was like key, man. When I was working for the body shops, you get used panels and shit that come in. And you can you could PDR all those panels and you get LKQ repair time. So if anybody's trying to learn PDR and you're a body tech, man, practice, get, get your basic tools, your light, have it on your box, um, wipe the Bondo dust off it when you're ready to use it and uh and practice and that's how you that's how you get good you know what i mean it's it's repetitive practice and uh that's what i did and the the one shop that i was working for when i went to school i was an hourly tech at that time and what i did is um they were trying to pay for my schooling when i when i told them hey i want to go to this pdr school and i told them i said no because i don't want to be like stuck ball and chain with you or, you know, relying on you because right. you paid for it. I said, how about I just go there? You give me, I think it was like 1500 bucks worth of tools. So they gave me like a credit of tools. So I bought like a basic A1 kit and a light. Um, and I told them I would do your dents for a year for you. And I was still an hourly tech. So I was getting paid hourly yeah. doing my body work. So it was a win-win for me. Right. Um, they ended up not keeping track for that year. I told them after a year, I'd like to see where we're at, how good I am, and then maybe get like a percentage after that or a raise, a freaking dollar raise or something. Um, and they they didn't want to talk about it because they didn't keep track. And it was like, it was 35 grand I made them in just PDR work on top of all my body and framework I was doing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, and that was one year of me learning how to do it. 
And uh, they didn't. So real quick, uh, TC's asking, was that training at Paducah, Kentucky? Yeah, it was real close to Paducah. It was uh, Dwayne Portis, uh, uh, perfect PDR perfection or something like that, or Dent, Dent Perfect PDR school, Dwayne okay. Portis. He was a cool guy. He uh, he get he gets you the basics to, to know what you're doing. And um, obviously, like after meeting a bunch of people and doing doing more dents and stuff, uh, it, that's where I really took off. But yeah, um, yeah, he was a good good old boy. I like him. If you if you had to do it over, would you pay more and 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 do a different training? Ah. <laughs> uh, Honestly, it, it probably would have sped stuff up a little bit, but uh, it's honestly, I, I, I don't regret it at all, man. Like, yeah. I, I think you crazy. hit it on the head is you got to get, it doesn't matter what training you have. It's the mindset that you have coming out of it and even going into it that this is what you're going to learn and you're going to learn every bit that you can about it and that's just going to propel you, but there's so many that fail at it. Yeah. Because, that's crazy. Know, TC's had – and one of his guys was trained by that guy, too. Little Paducah, Kentucky, of all places. Like, yeah. Dude, it's a dry county. All we did after, oh. after our <laughs> fish, like, we go to the Kentucky Dam and not catch a, a goddamn thing. And we just, <laughs> just sit there and talk to each other. Like, it, it was it was boring afterwards. But, yeah, you ain't getting into no trouble after hours there. So, but uh it was a good time man yeah like i said i don't regret it at all it's all yeah. in your mind like it it's you know that was a big investment for me i forget exactly how much it was but my buddy and i split like because he usually does one-on-one -on -one training and uh we asked him if he'd do a, a dual training for a discounted rate it was still more than a single training you know we oh, had yeah, a yeah. bigger percentage yeah. more but we split it um and i mean we I learned the basics, man. And then, yeah. like I said, my buddy, he, he actually passed away a couple of years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, it sucks. Uh, I got some of his, his tools and stuff and they're, they're hanging on that one board. I don't know if you guys saw it when I walked you through the shop, but uh, yeah, he was a, uh, he was amazing dude, but he just stuck to body work. He had, um, and he just didn't have that drive to go do the PDR. So, yeah. but uh, my, my goal was to, after I got this, business started and going i wanted to keep pushing him because he kind of pushed me to to sign up for the class and just kind of wing it and go do it so i felt i owed him something right um, i don't know maybe i could like do something and help his kid to like i don't know because i feel i wanted to get him into it and I, you, you don't have that chance anymore so how old is his kid? Think, what's that how old is his kid his kid is i think he's about 21 now Kyle is yeah and then uh and he was he was 43 when he died he had a mm. with his heart heart aneurysm oh gosh random like he went in for a checkup like or he went in because he he wasn't feeling good and he worked uh with, with my dad at the body shop and uh he never made it out of the hospital so it was, it was insane you never know so live every day like it's yep. your last do everything right. you can have fun treat people <clears throat> good that's all I can say about that but yeah anyways going back to uh you just got to have the mindset and push yourself if you get trained. Now, how long ago was that that you? That was so. My daughter was not. I actually, uh, I think when I got back from training, I created my daughter. Um, <laughs> I miss my wife. <laughs> so, and she she is seven. So it was nine months okay. before that. So almost eight years. Okay. Um, and that was training, and I was doing some PDR. I had some tools, basic shit yeah. at the body shop. So couple years before that I was playing with it never was good um until I got like the basics to push myself to know I was doing something right um but yeah so that long um I did so, go ahead I was gonna say so how uh what year did you start your business now so my business now I started uh exactly a year after school so okay. I don't even know what year it was. I think I've been in business six years, but it was part time. So like I wanted to be able to go to a body shop and have my tax ID number and uh, yeah. you know everything, my EIN number, everything right. So me and my wife, we just figured it out. I'm sure we did some shit wrong. And uh, I know I did. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we won it. Thank God for her. She like helped me. And, and we I started writing my paper invoices, filing my taxes with the business. And um, I did that for 
part-time for a few years. Um, I left the body shop that I worked for for that first year because they didn't want to talk to me about any yeah. reimbursement or anything after I, right. like, I feel I paid, paid off them $1,500 tool pretty well. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, uh, I left there, I went to another shop doing body work. I was a flat rate tech at that time. And, uh, that boss let me run my business out of his shop. So I did, Been there. yeah, I did. I did my flat rate stuff. I hauled my PDR tools with me every day. And I wrote my paper invoices whenever they had a job come in that needed PDR work. I was a PDR guy that was in-house while doing yeah. 130 hours a week, you know, 130, 150 hours a week in uh, body work. So it wasn't affecting that. I'd stay late if I had to. And it was great. I loved it. Probably would have never left. Um, then he sold to Abra. Oh, wow. Yeah. So corporation, they they don't like that shit yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. So Abra was kind of cool with it at first. But within a month, that was when the Caliber Abra merge came. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. So all our contract with me still doing the work and all that, we uh, we ended up, um, they, they wouldn't let me do my PDR work. So I left again and yeah. went to another local shop, which he, he promised me the same thing. And uh, I was there for about two years and I started talking to like, Corey Kleinfeld and started like listening to podcasts because I never knew like there was anything like this out there. I, I up until that point, yeah. my PDR career was based on what the hell was in my head and <laughs> and a couple guys coming in the shop that would not talk to me. So <laughs> I didn't know what was possible. I didn't know there was a Bryce Kelly doing all this crazy repairs and like I did not know anybody. Yeah. And then uh, I just was listening to uh, PDR, PDR, uh, coach or not PDR coach, oh, okay. PDR college. And then I started listening to Corey's PDR coach. And, uh, I was like, Oh my God. And it's like opening my eyes. And the way I found PDR college, I didn't even know podcasts existed. I was like going hunting with my buddy. Right. And, uh, we're driving and he's like talking about like a fucking, uh, excuse me if I can't swear on here, but <laughs> he's talking about a duck's <laughs> A duck's pecker that he learned on this podcast is like a corkscrew. I don't know. He's talking shit like that. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got to listen to these podcasts. My friend's nuts. He's batshit crazy. And I started listening to Meat Eater podcast about hunting because I'm big into yeah. hunting. And, uh, oh, I'm here we go. It's going to be another hunting show. I see yeah, it coming. Yeah. All right, Andy, we'll scoot you out a little bit here. So I was listening to Meat Eater podcast. That's how I kind of knew what a podcast was. And I, I mean, this isn't even, this isn't that long ago. So I'm kind of like caveman. But I was like, man, I'm learning all this shit. What if I type in PDR? I wonder what the hell. And I'm like doing body work with my headphones in. And I type it in and PDR College came up. And I think it was the one episode where they uh, they did a hailstorm. And uh, they I guess they both traveled and they gave the numbers of what they did in sales at this hailstorm and how their numbers sucked and they could have done so much better. And I'm like, that episode. yeah, it was it was bad. <clears throat> and that got me hooked. And I just every like I, I started listening to all the back episodes. And then when a new one would come out, I would listen to that. And I just kept going. And uh, I ended up figuring out like uh, the PDR contractors. I, I called Dan on trap and became part of that. Um, and then I talked to Corey, I talked to, uh, there's a guy, um, uh, Jeremy Carroll, he has direct paintless dent repair. It's about and, three and a uh, half hours east of me. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he is awesome. He tells you how it is, man. Oh I, yeah. I talked to him. One of my buddies actually turned me on to him cause he's into the mini trucks and stuff like that. And, uh, I reached out to him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, all right, call me. And man, that, that, like that conversation, it went good. He's like, man, if you were in my, in my area, I would tell you to F off. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, but I'll talk to you, you know, yeah. and him and yeah. I are still friends. I still haven't met him to this day, but we always bullshit back and forth. But him and Corey really like, they, they kind of opened my eyes to like what's possible. I didn't know there was a life outside of body work to be that honest. And so did you, um, did you jump on like, uh, uh, PDR, uh, God, what happened? What, what, Mike Toledo's, uh, no, yeah, I know his I didn't training, even, online training, or anything like that. Um, I didn't even, didn't even know about it. And trainer, yeah, been a long, yeah. long day, yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I mean, 
I stumbled upon that uh, when he first started doing it, first came out with it, um, when him and John were doing it. And, you know, I'd, I'd subscribe to that, and then I'd cancel it. I'd do it for like a month, and I'd watch everything I could, and I'd take tidbits out of that and, and go apply it and stuff like that. And uh, it just – that stuff like, you know – surrounding yourself that was before i really found out and started listening to podcasts and i think then pdr college came out and i'd listened to it and but i wasn't now i listen to podcasts and stuff a lot more like even before we started ours um but six seven eight years ago i i didn't know what it was i didn't yeah you know, i didn't care about listening to that <clears throat> i just google everything try to figure out everything i could um i started listening to pdr college when i was working for dent wizard i was like i gotta get the hell out of here like these guys give me too much knowledge to lose working for damn dent wizard so well it's like you know i i i worked for a dodge dealership as an in-house pdr guy learning it and we had a hailstorm hit so we were commission based and every vehicle was was set up different we had different packages that we would perform on them and it was everything from PDR to, to uh, uh, touch up to, to paint correction to doing small conventional repair. And um, so the hailstorm hits and we're getting tons of cars. Well, it was just me and one other guy. Well, he went to the Philippines to marry his Filipino wife and he had to go for four weeks. <laughs> well, in them four weeks, I did like 30 vehicles. And I learned a lot doing that. And... You know, the lady in the office, which I'm good friends with her and her husband, they're the ones that really got me into this. She's like, hey, you may want to roll this time over to next week and all this. And I'm thinking I'm just rolling in dough. And I'm only making like a, you know, very small percentage on every car I'm doing. And now knowing I'm like, holy crap, I just made them. I can't tell you how much money in that month. And I'm sitting here worried about, my hourly my hours trying to roll it over so taxes don't hit me as hard you know and i'm only pulling in you know a couple grand a week doing that instead of several grand a car doing that yeah and it just i try to i try to steer people away from becoming an an in-house pdr guy anywhere um, I'm gonna bring up Josh's comment. I know Dan Rikiki put him through the ringer, like he made him watch like all the videos and stuff when he started for it. So, yep. like, I know all about that. <laughs> got Jeff McMahon on now. Yep. You gotta yeah, take Jeff, the, uh, so you gotta uh, take right. the good with. Uh, sorry, you gotta take the good with what you were saying. Like when yeah. you when you work for that percentage and stuff. Like think of everything you learned and you know you figured out it led you to this path. So always think of the positives of it. Like that's oh. how I think of that, that one year I worked for that company and I made them a shit ton of money, but you know what? It, it made me more for, for me than yeah. any dollar amount could have. So, well, me, like I was, so I was always scared of that jump from oh, yeah. the security of being somewhere to going out on your own. And with a family of five, you know, it's, it's very scary, but the main, you know, I, I loved it. Everything. What I would recommend anybody were if you're, especially if you're doing PDR, whether you're an in-house guy or you're with anybody else before you ever leave, make sure you have accounts, make sure you're doing stuff. So what, what benefited me was AutoNation bought us out and that ended all of our outside work. But in almost a year, I had built all these relationships with small car lots, accounts, stuff like that, who loved me and loved what we did. So when I told them that the buyout was coming and I didn't know if they were going to fire all of us or what, they all told me, I had 10 of them tell me, we'll go where you go. Okay. Then the buyout happens and I, we stood, we stood around for two months because they gave us the entire old body shop and but we're just standing around talking like this not making making 40 hours and that's with me every day with the the big wigs anyway so i when i put my two-week notice in i called those 10 and uh 
they all said, as soon as you leave, come see us. So I luckily I started out with 10 accounts when I left. And then that's my, that's what I considered. That's my base pay. And then I can build off of that. But so yeah, I had two body shots before I quit Dead Wizard. Had, you know, already rolling pretty good and stuff too. So I was going to tell Jeff real quick. That's a, hey, uh, Ryan's like 45 minutes from Tad, Jeff. So I wish Tad was on here. That's, yeah. That was the, that, other golden the girl. tag team partners. Yeah. That one. God, John, you're fired. He's Maybe like, I'll man up and tag team with him next year. And <laughs> there you go. Getting fired. I don't know, Jeff. Jeff and Tad's pretty tight. I don't think they're they're coming off the tag. Yeah. They was a uh, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man one year too. So. Yeah. <laughs> the first, yeah, the first one, what nineteen or no twenty, yeah. right before COVID hit. Or, I'd like for you, Tad, to holler at each other. Like he's a really good dude too. I think y'all get along real great. Yeah, I've never met him. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. I'll have to uh, I'll have to look him up on Facebook. I might even be friends with him on there, but yeah, I don't recall knowing him. So he's a badass technician too. That's fixing some crazy shit in people's driveways i'm like no. yeah <laughs> great great family guy handsome ball head guy like us you know it's, <laughs> it's gonna be a right. for me until i get to be as cool as you guys <laughs> keep it as long as you can brother keep it as long as you can <laughs> i'm surprised i'm surprised you got all that hair being married happy life <laughs> yeah i know there's some uh there's some grays in there i'll tell you what i've been seeing these videos of like the the guys putting the fake like scalp hair on, you know, we're like, oh, like glue yeah. it down. I'm like, uh-huh. Next MTE. Here we go. <laughs> no. The comb over. So yeah. Ryan was a uh, and Ryan was showing us a shop before we got on, man. He's got you got a beautiful shop, dude. I love it. Thank you. Like, Thank you. Gorgeous. A lot of work, you know, to get to this point. This was an old machine shop for 20 years. So man, there was it was a wreck. There was like I guess like machine machinists use this cooling oil. It's like a yep. cool mm -hmm. and it like caked on the walls. Oh, and then God. we have uh, there's train tracks, which I'm sure you guys will hear the trains here in a couple minutes. But uh, they put cottonwood trees along the train tracks. So all that oil that was stuck on the walls when the cottonwood drops right now, that's why my allergies are crazy. <laughs> that cottonwood would just like feather the walls man. and it was 20 years of it walls are tarred and feathered. Oh, it, the whole shop was like that the floor the ceiling the rafters so i i rented a scissor lift and it was just just i was two in the morning three in the morning every single night after did you have to scrape it or could you power so, wash it or what the problem if anybody ever is in this situation do not pressure because you got to get the the feathers, so you should say, like the the the, the yeah. feathering off of it. So I use a leaf blower in the one area I pressure wash. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get all this shit down. Pressure wash, this shit's all falling on my face. And I ended up learning that if you get the cottonwood, blow it off with a leaf blower up on the scissor lift, get it all down on the ground. It like comes off in this clumpy, like brown shit, and then pressure wash it because when you pressure wash it that stuff is like it just clings to the wall and it just like makes like a kind of spider oh, webby yeah. it was horrible yeah. so yeah. never pressure wash it first <laughs> just if anybody needs any advice on that which i'm sure it's a one-off situation but um yeah so it was like night night after night at my wife uh good friends of mine would help me and uh mostly mostly me by myself while my wife's getting the kids to bed and stuff but uh but yeah, we made it happen. It was it was definitely a mess. And now looking back on it, like when you're doing all the work, you're like this, like, what am yeah. I doing? And like, this is and then once you look back on it, after you do all the work, it's like, oh, that was nothing. So Danny, for everybody Danny, out there soaking inside her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you gonna have a couple of visitors. I see Josh Roberts and TC both said they're coming by in September and fall. So all right, you guys better. Back. I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> be calling where y'all at i'm waiting yep. on you yep. hey so so, so, so there's yeah. a train <laughs> it'll go back so what's it's really cool is uh like you own your shop and not only do you have your business running out of it you're written to another business as well that's yep. super cool yeah yeah so we collect uh the rent pays almost all of the mortgage on the building and nice. the way we did it with the mortgage on the building um Dude, I was only six months full time when I got the mortgage for this building. And that's like unheard of to get 
I made a business plan. I never knew I could make a business plan. And me and my wife made a business plan that blew everybody out of the water. And <laughs> we turned this in people like we don't have college education or anything. We just put our brains together and we're like, we're getting this fucking building. So uh, I give it to the, I give it to my loan officer and he, and he's like quiet about it for a couple of days. And he, I, I end up texting him like, dude, was that good? Like I was nervous as hell. He's like, who the hell did you pay to write this? <laughs> I'm like, oh God. <laughs> He's like, that is probably the best business plan that I have ever read. And I'm wow. like, really? I'm like, you're just, I'm, I thought he was just messing with me, but he was serious. And he does, that's what he does is commercial loans. And uh, he ended up somehow we pulled it off, got the loans. Uh, so I have through a bank, I have a loan on the half of the building, right? Then SBA, you get an SBA loan. So it's the other half of the loan and it's a 2% okay. rate that's fixed. Wow. You have to come up with a decent down payment, which I sold one, uh, one or one of my rental houses paid for the down payment that I sold. The other one I just sold and kind of cashed out on. But uh, you have to have like that, that funds down. And then it was a, I think it was called a 504 loan is what it, what it was that I got that's this. You're telling me, yeah. Yeah. And with the uh, with the SBA, like the the local SBA has to approve it. Then after that, after you jump, like there was a lot of hoops to jump through. It was tough. And then it goes to California and then any kickback from California, which we had one kickback. They wanted to know my projected income. They wanted it better explained, which were blowing my projected income out of the water. So fuck off, SBA. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I wish I could show them the thing, but um, they uh, they kicked it back and wanted a better projected uh, income, like how I'm going to project it and like all my accounts. So I had to like print it all up. Um, and then it took, they put me at the back of line because of COVID and it took another like four weeks for them to even just get back up to the point where they look at it again. And it took, it took six months to get this place. And uh wow. Yeah, a lot of a lot of hoops to jump through, um, but it was it was all worth it now. And you kind of telling me, yeah, you kind of telling me to go that route. I was like, I ain't got six months. Like, I got to get this commercial loan <laughs> and jump on this now. Like, yeah. <clears> throat> throat> yeah. whatever you guys did, man, you killed it because you made it happen fast. Yeah, we had to. Well, luckily we had refinanced the house and had money that I was going to be able to shop at the house with. And I was like, Nah, yeah. I want this money to make more money for me. Which, yep. Now that the shop's ready, the phone stop ringing, so yeah, I'm gonna go no, ahead and for a couple of weeks. <laughs> it'll it'll come. It'll oh, come. I know it's just nerve wracking yeah. right now. It's like, man, we did all this and now nothing. I'm Get out back front there looking your at my with the flag. Yeah, right. That, that, I guarantee people will not stop in here. <laughs> <if I'm> in. <laughs> get yeah, get out there with the uh, with the sign. Have you yeah. hire a sign guy? Some crack yeah. kid on the road down there. That'd be better than me in a bikini. I can promise you that. Yeah. <laughs> but why's he got carrot top and a leg lock? <laughs> oh. I couldn't resist. Goodness. Hey, Rod, real quick, show us that thing you were showing us with the, the tab. And, oh, yeah. Uh, this granny nymphs on here. I want everybody to see this. This is, this is pretty genius. Yeah, so I, I made this thing, and these are your conventional body repair studs that are welded on where you got to make it bare metal, and then a... Uh, badass dent reaper tab oh yeah yeah yes. and then uh this shows the backside. see how when you weld studs it it, it kills the e-coat on the back side so it'll yep. rust and this is actually a fender um on a truck i took like the piece off you could kind of see like the front edge of the fender right. and i show people because this is all in the weather like you got a, a felt liner and shit's going in there so if the, your collision tech doesn't re-e-coat that on the back side and usually th these gm fenders are are boxed in so i always like every one of my customers i'll show it to them and i'm like all right you see that invasive shit right there you don't want that like you want the glue you want the glue tabs so yeah that's um, smart i like that yeah and and i let them know that like if you're using them like a sharp tip it can scratch the backside. So I'm yeah. real honest with my customers. Yeah, you gotta be. But we're, we're picky. I, I spray either. I I'll use, you know, rubber tips to start big damage and uh, I'll spray the backside with uh, like a honey coat or an e-coat stuff yeah. it down and e-coat it. Um, that way it's all protected. And I let them know that that's why, that's why we charge, you know, the price of dent and get, get paid for it is because we, we go above and beyond with that kind Absolutely. of stuff. Absolutely. Yep. Couldn't agree more. 
but yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, when you showed me that, I was like, oh, gotta have yeah. one of those. And I, I place it right in front of the candy dish because everybody goes to that damn. <laughs> All the germs in that bitch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right now especially, yeah. So like scratching your ass and reaching into the yeah. candy bin. Oh, no, so they're I, all they're all individually packaged. Oh, so, perfect. Yeah. So I do want to do that, and I do want to do the door and hang it. Um, yeah, I do like the door. Can you uh, can you show your camera around of that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna unhook real quick. You just gonna give charger. us a tour again? Yeah, check this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I mean. It's, these are great ideas. Yeah. And I have it labeled and I, I left the window regulator in it mm -hmm. and the glass so people can see where their glass goes down into the panel. So that's like a, a key thing. And uh, if you want to like leave the speaker in it too, would yeah. be cool. So they, they know it's not a bare door. So when you're working on it, even if you pull the trim panel for access, they need to know that there's shit all over inside your panel. There's airbags in some doors that you've got to watch. Airbag sensors, wire harness, latches. There's all kinds of you know mechanisms to the to the handles and stuff that you can't you can't mess up. Um, so this, I let them know like, hey, this is only a couple things that, that are in your door, and uh, and it's cool because it's literally right where customers wait, yeah. and they can yeah. just like stare at it and know what's what's going on with it. Yeah. And of course, every 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 door is different. You know, the yep. bracing is different. BMW, I mean, crap. Volvo, there's so much <laughs> bracing in that crap. Hey, oh, you do yeah. need to put an LED light behind that thing, though. Make yeah, it will. Good. It would be cool lit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, that's, a Jeff said, that's a great idea. Love yep. the door idea. So yeah, you already showed us some stuff we got to instill in our. Yeah. I don't know where I'd hang a door in my shop though. It'd probably be in the actual shop or something. You have like a button that'll fall from the ceiling, like right. <laughs> have somebody to say, yeah. oh, oh shit! <laughs> Watch that door. It'll get yeah. You. Don't let the door get you in the ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So we're we're over the halfway mark. So uh, let's kind of move out of the PDR world and okay. into who Ryan is away from PDR. So we know you're married. We know you have kids, but you know. You want to kind of explain like how long you've been married, how many kids you have, what age, you know, so, social I, security uh, number. So I, uh, I got married at 19 years old. I'm, I'm now 34. Uh, we were talking earlier and I said 33 because I forgot May 16th was my birthday. So now I'm 34. Uh, when you have what kids, when you get old, yeah, <laughs> your birthday don't mean shit after you have kids. No, so. Nope. <laughs> But I have two two kids. I have a son, Cameron. He's 13 and a daughter, Aria. She's seven. Um, and Cameron's in the other room playing yeah. on his phone right now. So he's supposed to be working in the shop cleaning floors while I was doing this. But he's, in like, <laughs> relaxing. Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's on the retired life. But uh, <laughs> he'll learn quick that you got to work. <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'm big into like my hobbies. I, I like to hunt. Hunting has been something I've done since I was a little kid. My uncle got me into it. And we have a, a cabin in Southern Ohio that my brother and I own. And we've been building it for about six years. It's still under construction. So that's like my pride and joy going down there, riding four wheelers, dirt bikes, side by sides and, and going hunting when it's season. I do a lot of whitetail hunting. Um, I've gone elk hunting, stuff like that, but nothing does it for me like whitetail hunting. Um, yeah, other than that, cars are my hobbies. Um, my, my work, like I, I have everything in life that I ever wanted. So I tell my guys, I, I have uh, three employees too, by the way. Um, and I tell my guys like this, this shop is like what I want. Like this is, I, I don't want a freaking Ferrari. Like I got my big diesel truck, my Mustang. I like, I have everything I ever would want. Right. So now like my life goal is to have this shop. This is like the most that I want out of life. And uh, I let them know that quite a bit. So uh, I, I can't stress it to them enough. Like this is, this is what I've, I, I live every day for this. So yeah. uh, they get it. They're, they're on my side. Um, they actually, my one guy almost, <laughs> he almost beat up a PDR guy in his lap the other day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. so, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I had to go settle all that. But uh, they, they're, they're committed. They're, they're very what good. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. But uh, 
yeah, he, some dude was in his lot and he's like, man, this is my lot. I'm like, dude, we don't got to worry about that. There's enough debts for all of us. I said, I'll, I'll get you more retail work. Don't worry. Like, we're good. But uh, it shows that his, their commitment and they know because like I am upfront and honest, like I'm an open book with my customer with my customers and my employees mostly. And I let them know our numbers, what I'm spending money on, like and, and bring them into a part of the business. Yeah. And it's been it's been really good. Like Tom, my uh, my he's a, my oldest tech. He's been doing dents for like 20 years. He used to fix dents and instruments uh like brass instruments and then he, wow. he was a debt wizard tech and then uh did some other things and then i i hired him on i actually found him quick story i'll make it short but my uncle's a building inspector right and he's like driving around and he pulls people's signs out of their front yards and shit and he sends me a picture of this like it was like a crayola crayon dent repair he's like yo bro you got competition so i called him <laughs> i'm like no that's not competition i'm gonna call him and talk to this dude he came in with all his homemade tools, man. I had him do a dent, blew me away. He's been working for me ever since. And What's he's his last great, name? Uh, Tom Loretta. Okay. Yeah, he's he's no Facebook, no like he's still got the flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> we got a couple of Dead Wizard guys watching and stuff, so I didn't yeah. know if maybe. Yeah, Tom, Tom Loretta. He's been he's been uh, he worked for <laughs> Dead Wizard for a long time. So so Northeast Ohio area. Um, great tech though good good guy he likes to do what he does i let him make his own hours he's commissioned um and i'm fucking blessed to have him um my other guy is uh brandon and he actually just started the first of this year he used to do wheel repair and he was a two-year pdr tech i get a phone call from uh where was he from maryland so a maryland phone number calls me i'm like a scam telemarketer answer it. He's like, oh, are you guys hiring? Just like that. And, and I got during COVID, I got a lot of phone calls for like people that were on unemployment that had to just get applications. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, ah, dude, we're not hiring. I'm sorry. Like, you know, and then I, before I got a phone, something hit me. I'm like, ask this dude if he, if he works on cars, I'm like, are do you work on cars or do you have any interest in, in working on cars? Or are you just trying to do this for unemployment? He's like, no, man. He's like, I do PDR work. And he gave me a story. He met his girlfriend on playing video games and she lives by me. And he's like, dude, I'm moving up. I'm falling in love with this girl. I'm moving up. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, come see me when you come up and visit her. I said, we'll leave it at this. Come see me. And I want to talk to you. And that's crazy. Yeah. He's been working for me. So like I lucked out. A lot of people are like trying to find people to work for them. Yeah. And uh, it's I've lucked out by just being outgoing. You know what All I mean? Right. Like, you got to always think like if some kid starts talking to you at one of your body shops, you service, like talk to the freaking kid, yeah, you know, yeah. ask him, ask him questions about his life. You never know. He could, he could be a great employee for you for the rest of your life, you know? Um, and then my third employee is uh, my buddy, Jeff. He, uh, him and I worked together at that first place uh, that gave me the little bit of money for tools yeah. and they laid him off right before COVID. So, he was on unemployment, hanging out with me at my shop. And I was in the thousand square foot unit in the back. And to this dude, he came every single day at eight 30 in the morning. I'm like, Jeff, man, you bored? Like shit, I got work to do. <laughs> so I started like, I was like, Hey, go, go run to go get the mail out of the mailbox. And then he was watching me do estimates and like, he was out there and it was kind of annoying at first, but, but then I opened my mind and I'm like, this dude's here. He's getting paid. I'm not like making him work because that shit's illegal. He wasn't <laughs> working or anything. And he was just hanging out. And and like I said, it was annoying. But then it, like my mind switched. Yeah. I'm like, dude, he's watching everything I'm doing. And I'm like, Jeff, you are you interested in a job when, when we get the big shop up front? He's like, yeah, definitely. He's like, why do you think I've been watching you? And it was like his plan the whole time. So, uh, <laughs> I ended up, I hired him on, he's our hourly tech and he does R&Is like, cause I'm doing a little bit of collision work and stuff. So he does R&Is, he can write estimates and he don't have head trash. So he goes out there and he's like, yeah, this, yep. It's four and a half point two inches and it's deep measuring the depth. Like, that's what like I'm was, talking about. <laughs> about Josh, I think Dan said that Josh don't have head trash like that. Cause if you, yeah. you, know, you push, that's, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Josh, I heard that about Josh too. He, he can write, he could write a hell of an estimate. Yeah. Edge uh, panel, everything. Oh yeah. Nah, everything, nah. Panel. yeah. Have you Maybe taught him how to push? 
<laughs> have you taught him how to push any yet? Yeah, what? yeah. So that's actually what I started him on was was fixing dents. So while he was here hanging out, I put a dent in a hood. I'm like, fix that, you know. And I tell him the basics, yeah. and uh, and he could fix it. He could fix a ding, and he has the understanding of how hard it actually is. So when he goes to sell it, since he's not like to that point where doing dents is easy for him, yeah, he knows like he knows the basics, and uh, he he kind of gave up on himself because uh, he's, he's hard on himself a little bit. So he gave up on the dents. I'm going to get him back into it. Um, but for now he's pretty valuable with what he's doing. He That's awesome. like, he's always working too. And yeah. I kind of like prepped him into that because we were at a rocky start when I first hired him on full time, like anybody, like he had to get used to me being his boss, like, cause we were friends forever. So like, like we left that at home. But now, like, he, he knows his duties. It was all my fault because I didn't give him duties. Like, I didn't yeah. – I was micromanaging him and, like, just kind of bitching at him. And I just – I had to open my mind again and uh, blame it on myself. And once I blamed it on myself and I corrected it, like, I have all these – here, let's see if you could see – all these post-it notes and then, like, basic shop procedures all printed up right at the front desk, one through ten with, like, little check marks and, like yeah. – that's on me to do this kid. This poor kid was coming in and not knowing what the hell is going on. I'm just like, yeah, do that. And then when he's done doing it, he's staying around. And now we're all, we're all in sync because I got it. I got it working. I oiled right. the machine, I guess I would call it, you know, James, James and wheel guys are awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My guy, he's still, he's still got a little bit to learn. Um, I had to bail him out a couple times where he's back there spraying and the wheel's real dry. I'm like, bro, it's a wheel. Fuck, and cake it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I get my spray gun and I like clear the shit out of it. But uh, he he overthinks a little bit with the wheel repair. Uh, he worked for um, Wheels on Site is is the name of the place a long time ago. So he we're getting in tune of what we got going on. Our mixing bank for doing wheels. Um, but yeah, wheel guys are pretty kick ass. It's yeah. amazing what they can do. Like you get a curved ass wheel and without any filler or anything, these like they'll grind it out and make it look. Don't perfect. give them a dent to fix. Cause James sucks ass at that. <laughs> <laughs> he always, I was being nice and like being uplifted to him with his words. He's like, no, you're being too nice. I was like, All right, cool. Yeah. I got you now. Boo -boo. <laughs> Brandon's Brandon's good at both, man. He, uh, he, from the, from when I hired him till now, uh, the dude from Maryland, he, uh, he came a long way for dent repair. Like at first, then I put them on it. We had like big issues and uh, just little things that I like look over his shoulder. You got to always help people out. Even if it's not your employee, help the dude out. It, you never know. They might be your employee one day. Just be, right. be nice to everybody. That's like my motto. I'm nice to everybody. You are, you really are. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I'll <laughs> TC you said you got some big deer up there. Oh yeah. Here, oh yeah. This picture back here, I keep, this is the deer my uh, cousin got. I taught my cousin how to hunt. I don't know if you could see it real oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a nice, nice buck. My little cousin. So I started taking him hunting. And uh, shit, well, he was he was young. And uh, he never got a deer, never got a deer. And uh, he ended up, he got that monster this year. Bigger than any deer I ever got. Like, That's I've awesome. gotten big-ass deer before. But yeah, uh, he's probably talking shit. I got a bigger deer than you. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's the most humble kid in the world, man. We were awesome. high fiving and hugging out there in the woods. I was the first one there, and yeah, it was it was sweet. That's but awesome. uh, he he deserved it. He put in the work. But. It cracks me up hearing you say hunting. Hunting. <laughs> Look, South I'm Alabama. Hunting. We don't we don't say the G. We just we hunt. Yeah, it's Tennessee too. We're going hunting. Hunt. <laughs> it's the G no, northerners pronounce like everything it's barely got a t in it Hunting. Hunting. i love it though i love it then dan's uh car wash i got car wash. Yeah, Dan. uh, car, wash. car wash while we're hunting oh missouri yeah look see same as north like carolina same, hunting. Yeah, hunting. Yeah. Yeah, if tc's over there he's like lord god hell far yeah. that's how they talk over there I'm trying to get TC to come up to my cabin and hunt. TC, don't bring that, that saddle up and come hunting. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be, yeah, that's, uh, I was just looking up exactly where you were. 
So um, my cabin is uh, by Ohio University in the Wayne National Forest. So uh, southeastern Ohio, way down southeastern. All right, TC, I'm going to take <laughs> you up on that. You better. <laughs> I'm going. So closer to like what? West Virginia, down there in the hills. So it's the end of the Appalachian Mountains, I think. Okay. Yeah, down there. So it's real hilly. Brandon gonna come too. He's scoping it out right now. I am. I'm looking. I'm yeah. looking. Hey, I'm you're looking. welcome. Where you at? What's yeah. that address? I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll pin I'll, that I'll sucker. Pictures of my cabin and shit when we get off. Uh, it, yeah, I'll go hang like out. I'll just be at the shop chilling. I'll be enjoying <laughs> the shop while y'all hunting. <laughs> and and those boys down there, they got the southern accent too, and that they uh they do a lot of hunting. Yeah, <laughs> I remember one time using your hunting camp or whatever. Like we was doing the twenty group call. And yeah. They were drunk behind you and having a good old time. That, that kid was puking in the garbage can. I had to get off. I'm like, oh, these guys are going to – I'm like <laughs> shutting the camera off. Yeah. That's uh, American Legion 420 is actually the number of the Legion down there that we go to. Imagine that. Josh, they all have Nanner. We don't even have a BA in it. It's Nanner. Yeah. I'd just say Nana. Nana. <laughs> He'll be you like a no <laughs> Bill Bill Billy's in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, that one twenty group call, I was dying laughing. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Like, a, I'm like, "Why are you even on the call?" <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, Melissa's like, "I see her face," and I'm like, "Oh shit, I gotta, I gotta get off, guys. I'll see you later." <laughs> yeah, the jukebox was going. I had it on mute. Yeah, it was a good time. Now, do you um? Does your wife work with you there, or so she 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 helps a lot, but she works for the Cleveland Clinic for the cancer center. She does scheduling, yeah. and uh, she has an office at our house, so she works from home, and uh, she carries our benefits and stuff like that. Which yeah. are which that's the only reason Great. she works is for yeah. that. She uh, <laughs> awesome. yeah, I just invested in her to uh, do her real estate license, so she's been doing that. And um, because we flip houses and stuff, I'll say that'd be helpful for you guys, like what y'all yeah. are doing. Yeah, so she and she loves it, man. She's like, she's the one that pushes me. That's the last thing I want to do is go freaking work on a house, but she pushes me to do it, and I do it, and then we make a shit ton of money on it. And it's like, all right, thank you, you know, because like yeah. you, you forget about that ass busting work you did once you're done with it, you forget all about it. During kind of sucks, but. It uh, it's cool that she pushes me to do it, and it's her it's her hobby and stuff. So uh, I figured well, we do it without her wives. Yeah, yeah. yeah always a, behind, I know. behind every good man is a great woman or whatever. Like, great you know, woman's foot in our ass is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got to do that shit. Yeah, so, no, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's what she does, and uh, and I I take care of her. You know, what I mean, she she gets whatever she wants and stuff. So. Like you carry the benefits, we're good. I got you, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, you yep. carry my insurance, I got you, babe. Yep, yep. Do you ever see your kids uh, getting in the industry with you? Kind of. Yeah, forward? my son, he he actually is interested in it. Uh, you know, the kids nowadays they're they're a little different, but uh, yeah. with like all the technology. But I'll I'll show them. I'll open up my wallet and be like, look what I made today. <laughs> and like just to. Just to like tease them a little bit, like, dude, when you're 16, if you get good at this, I'll give you jobs. Like, you can make a percentage of that, and uh, and he's down for it. He, he talks to me more about it. Um, it's cool. It, it's cool when he's at his age. We we go work out almost every morning. That was something I got out of doing, and man, I was feeling like shit. So uh, I started working out, and he's like, I want to go because he's playing football and stuff. So. I got him in the gym and him and I go every morning. So we get to bullshit and hang out. That's like our time without uh, my bossy ass daughter <laughs> getting in the middle of things, man. She's a pistol. So, That'd yeah. be awesome. But yeah, yeah. And he's getting into hunting too. I, I let him make his decisions on it. Like I'm not that dad that's like, you're going hunting this year, no matter what, like you're getting in the woods yelling at him. Um, yeah. This dude I met, uh, Sammy Knight. He, uh, I met him at uh, John Hiley's uh, Elite, and uh, that dude, Sammy Knight's badass. He is the founder of Mossy Oak, and really? I got to talk to him. Yeah, and what made me think of him is, like, when you push your kids to hunt, 
and like you're not having fun doing it you're not going to see shit you're not going to get anything because i i told him like i'm like yeah me and my son have a joke going like when we hunt together we don't see a damn thing like we're lucky to see a damn squirrel jumping around you know like the woods is dead and he's like no you got to he's like i i know where you're coming from he's like you got to go out there and have fun it's like go out there and throw some sticks do you know he's like enjoy your time out there he's like the deer sense it I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, watch. He's like, this year you go out, you enjoy that time with your son. You bullshit with him, play with him, joke around with him. Don't worry about being quiet. He's like, just do your thing. He's like, yeah. them deer will come. And I'm I'm gonna try it. So and we we always have fun anyways, but regardless, you don't see yeah. deer, you're still having fun with your kid. So right. but that's what to, I'm to me and and it's just to get away and I took I took my son. He's he'll be sixteen in June, but when he was three and four years old, I mean, yeah, technically, say he shot his first deer at three, but it was butted up against me. I mean, he did look through the scope and pull the trigger, but still, yeah, you know. Then we really we didn't go hunting for until last or well, year before last. We okay. started again back where I grew up hunting, and to us, it's more of a getaway just enjoying being out there and you know this season he took his first one by himself and wow. uh now he's he's hooked you oh, know yeah. it's like when yeah. we're going up when, when we're gonna go riding and nice. uh so it's yeah i i'm like me it was you know i loved it i enjoyed it but my dad it was every weekend you know the week before thanksgiving or the week or two weeks of christmas and 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 new year's that we're out of school it was that's where we were yeah of course i was attached to him so anywhere that he went i was going and so but nowadays with social media and cell phones and all this crap kids aren't really into that i think a lot until they start getting a little bit older when they start hitting them teenage years they kind of start getting into it as long as you're into it yeah um but TC said he took Charleston turkey hunting his daughter and had a blast. Didn't see a bird. It's so much fun. Y'all should make, I wish y'all should have got video of that because I bet that was hilarious. I could see Charleston out there. It's like 100 miles an hour. <laughs> they, have, they get out there and do all kinds of crazy stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. I saw somebody, not, it was, I don't know, several weeks back. It was towards the end of turkey season. It was a dent guy. Who was it? They were practicing. Had his daughter back there shooting behind us anyway to get up to go the next morning i can't remember it may have been like lane minor minor or probably something. that sounds about right lane's yeah, all it in. may have been lane um but anyway Since you can't be quiet to save her life charles <laughs> but but she had a blast you know yeah, there you she go. was with her dad she was she was out there just like when i took abby my 10 year old you know this season we just had fun just sitting in the shooting house or we it like it start raining like let's just go get back in the forerunner <laughs> we go and, and ride around until reed got through hunting you know i go pick <laughs> him awesome. up and we we'd go back to the camp we just had fun you know so that's what it's about yeah yeah i slept when i was hunting my granddad get me up at like three o'clock in the morning by the time we got to you know his land i was he wake me up, shoot the deer, and I go back to sleep. Like, all right, we're done. <laughs> I still do that. I still fall asleep in the stand and wake up, and the deer standing out there. Shoot, yeah. shoot. Yeah, <laughs> we had a heated cabin up over the pond, so and he had a little piece of one of the pieces of foam or whatever. I sleep. He wake me up, Bill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> You're sleeping before the deer's even dead. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like wake you, said, you back up. You just shot in the air is all you did. See, and that's what I'm. Like, you know, that time spent with my granddad, I'll never forget. So what y'all are doing with your kids is the same way you make memories, like PC says. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Have a good time. Good yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, you, um, you're you starting off good with the uh, the building and everything, yeah. finally getting it all done. It, that sucker looks nice. If, yeah, if y'all haven't seen the inside of it, then uh, y'all – contact ryan and he'll take his he's laptop got, around and show yeah, he's, on, he's doing tiktok videos and stuff like oh, yeah. that too so you can check him out on tiktok and everything like it's a beautiful shot and you and you had i remember seeing some like progress photos and that you were posting and uh no it looks it looks great man Thank i you. love yeah. it 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're starting. We got to get the the little paint area for spot repairs and stuff. I know we were going to talk about that a little bit going. Um, but yeah, we're kind of getting into like a little bit of combo work because body has been my past. Uh, I'm not, I, I never was like a full-time painter, but uh, I'm doing the paint work here. I sub in some uh, painters sometimes when I can't get to it and let them spray back there. Yeah. Um, but like the amount of paint work that I was turning away, like bumper jobs and stuff, man, you guys all know. Oh, yeah. That's thousands of dollars going out the door. Like, and I'll send the big stuff to my body shops. You know, right. I don't, don't take on some freaking train wreck. Yeah. But all this gravy work that we would call gravy work is body men, man. Just uh, if, if you, even if you get a combo guy, hire a combo guy as a PDR company, um, we were talking before the show is, man, people see paint and they don't they don't That's understand the mess at the end of yeah. it and people are calling all the time for paint touch up paint work paint this so we got oh, yeah. the mixing bank uh we got the matrix edge mixing bank back there real small mixing bank um it's on like a consignment so as you run out you just buy the next one i think you have to i had to buy like it's like 1200 bucks for like clear coat binder um and the basics primer so you buy all that up front and then all the toners, you just replace them as you go. And uh, they set up the computer. I think my camera is like a $6,000 camera where you like, you take the picture of the paint yeah. and you pull it up. But um, it's definitely a good thing to offer. Uh, we're we're going to be signing up with the Restore FX. I've been talking to Tony. He sent me the, the stuff. I have to actually have to sign it when I get off with you guys, sign it. And uh, we're going to offer that too. I think it's a good addition. Um, and it's easy, easy to train an uh, entry-level guy once I get my training and let them take off with it. And we got enough room here that we need to fill. So, Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like you. I've been – sorry, go ahead. I'll, I was going to say I wish I could get into some combo work or something. I just – fundage and, like, yeah. room-wise, I don't have it. But our body shops here are backed up till September. So it, yeah. I mean, it would take a load off of them, bring some extra income in here. But – it ain't gonna happen for a while. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to start doing it. I, I'm like you, all of us. We've turned it, turned it down for so long. It's not that I can't paint. I used to do it and stuff, but I just I don't have curtain or an area, a paint booth. I'm not. My shop's not that big. But to do minor stuff like bumpers, stuff like that, I don't need that. And so, mm -hmm. like last week had a job i fixed the bedside had to replace the bumper it came in i'm like i'm painting this sucker yep painted good great and i'm like and talking with andy ray uh me and him talk for a little while you know he does all that too and he's like he's he's booked out for months and it's because of him offering you know small paint work now right and uh man even if I don't have a mixing bank here, my paint store is not far from here that I know real well. And they supply all the <laughs> – shut up, Bruce. Bruce always wins the award for best comments. He's a Billy yeah. Ray could I love, I love Bruce a bit. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, Billy Ray's been on vacation. He'll be coming back very soon. So, um, But anyway, yeah, I'm going to get into doing more. I can go down there and get the paint real quick and you know yeah, what I right. need and uh, – shoot what i need but i'm like you like bumper repairs i'm already repairing the dent in it and it's the cracked paint that like i looked at one today and, and scheduled i'm like you know nothing i can do right now with the paint crack she's like it's an older car i don't care i just want the dent gone but i'm like i'm looking at it like i can get this dent you know 95 98 yeah i know <laughs> Mandy ran off Billy Ray, apparently. <laughs> um, He's cracking that whip. You ain't got time for no Billy Ray. <laughs> well, all this, you know, hell stuff coming in. I know. That's what it, um, yeah, I need to call him back in. I need to finish his training up. <laughs> have, you, have you met Billy Ray yet, Ryan? No, I don't think so. Okay, you got to go on TikTok and follow me on TikTok and you'll see you'll see Billy Ray. He's my he's my only employee other than my wife and stuff. I'll help you train Billy Ray when I get that one. Yeah, Billy Ray will probably show you. he'll probably be back in next week when Andy's down here. So uh, I can't wait. That's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All I'll right. Show well, everybody again for everybody that got on late cuz I love this freaking cup and no 
you know, look at the artwork on this. Mark Yeager, he watches the show all the time, always commenting. He can make these cups for you, 40 bucks plus shipping and handling. Uh, you send him the stickers? Is that what you do? Send him the stickers? He'll oh, put them on and clear it? Yeah, this is the number one limited edition. So I started, so I got a bunch of stickers and gave them to John and he took them up there too. And we kind of laid them out how I wanted it and stuff. So, yeah. But like I said, I'm trying to get with Christine and Anson to get some stickers and wherever I can find some stickers at, you know, have them just give them to him. That way he can use them for more cups. Yeah, cool. I wonder if he could do like a vinyl, like put the stickers all down, scan them, and then have like a vinyl that he wraps the whole cup that kind of looks like that. He might be able to. That's a good idea. Well, the only, the only, and then poly over it or something or whatever. What did you say he used? But but he did and... the red and he did the red and the black on it first. Yeah. So he could he could change the color. You know, I don't yeah. know. There's a different way you could do the you could do the vinyl that way too. But yeah. Um, I don't know nothing about it. it. It's just look, I got a badass cup. That's yeah. all I know. Keeps <laughs> <laughs> the shit cold I'm, and hot. That's it. Better have one here next week then. I can't help you, brother. <laughs> you ain't getting you ain't getting mine. Here, <laughs> I gotta stay with my mama or my grandma. <laughs> oh, just kidding. It's the perks. I got oh, we this. got it. We got it all set up. Now. This is a um, middle field banking cup. I got this for buying the building from. The, the <laughs> I got a little. Yeah, I got a little uh, coffee mug for my closing company or whatever. That's like my father-in-law retiring from the FBI. He uh, he retired at thirty-nine years, and he's like. I'm tired of this crap. All I'll get at 40 years is a gold watch. I can buy a damn gold watch. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired. Mark said just doing epoxy, not getting into vinyl yet. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I seen this comment come up. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, the epoxy, I think, will hold up a lot longer, like washing oh, it. Sure. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hands down. I like, I like that, that he's doing it like that. I'm going to bring it with me to Alabama, so I'm rubbing it in Brandon's face. Yeah, I go fill my cup up. You won't be bringing it back to Tennessee then. <laughs> I mean, you won't bet. <laughs> All right, well, we're uh, we're almost seven minutes over an hour, so we try to break the tonight. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. I'm ready to kind of head out. I've had a long day, but anyway, uh, we appreciate you coming on, Ryan. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, man. It's an honor to be on here. I appreciate that. We we uh, we can't wait to see how your business takes off and, and you know, now that everything's kind of done <laughs> and now it's just, it's just a building and, and you know, everything you're going to add and you're only being 34 years old. I mean, you yeah. got to go and you got to go. Awesome. So proud of you, man. And, uh, uh, you know, like I said, glad you're coming on. Glad for everybody commenting tonight and, uh, you, engaging and, our viewers were up high and then they got low and then they're back up. <laughs> it's like circling around here. But anyway, uh, we're going to exit in the back room. We'll say our goodbyes when we get done. But um, let me try and get to my outro Squirrel. right here. Yeah, no, just hang try, out right I was trying to get to the <laughs> outro right here. So anyway, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. We'll decide next few days who we're gonna have next week if we have a show next week anyway we will be on the same screen probably yeah, probably so yeah all right guys see you bye everybody later thanks for joining us this week on another episode of ginger bros don't forget to catch all past episodes on apple podcast youtube or facebook you can follow us on all social media to get updates for each show and anything else we have going on Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to help this show grow. See you next week.